0: To the Abundant Journey Podcast, I am your host Nick James, as always, along with my co-host and partner in crime Nick Offenkamp. It has been a while since the two of us have just been on the mics together. How are you, man? I
1: know it feels it feels good. It uh, it's funny. It brings me back almost a whole three hundred sixty five days <laughs> to when we uh, first started this thing, and it was just you and I in a room talking into microphones, wondering. Where all of this was going to go, but here we are, you know, 50 plus episodes down the line. I'm feeling great about it. Happy New Year to you.
0: Happy New Year, man. And I know that you've had some uh, good time off with the family, as I have as well. It is crazy to think back that I believe it was February of last year when we dropped our first episode. So we are coming up on a full year, uh, but 2023 is behind us and 2024 is on the horizon. That is right. Yeah, no, it's it's been a, a ride. It's uh, it's funny to
1: think back to some of those initial episodes. Um, I had a friend even recently talking to me about how he had listened to our goal-setting uh, <laughs> episode uh, from the the start of last year, and uh, we had a good time kind of riffing back and forth on um, BHAGs versus SMART yep. goals, yep. and I know both you and I had different goals, mm-hmm. and maybe another episode for another time to talk about how we did (laughs) on on those goals. Um, But it has been a a great year. I think uh, whenever you start something new, you don't exactly know what to expect or where it's going to go. You have an idea of how things are going to go. But in so many ways, this past year of doing the podcast, the guests that we've had on has exceeded all of my expectations. Totally. And then in other ways, there were things that I was expecting might happen or ways that growth and things would happen Mm. that, uh, have again, been, you know, totally different than, than what I expected. And so I think in this episode, um, we wanted to reflect on, uh, some of the top lessons that we learned from our guests, as well as just, uh, share some reflections on what it's been like to, to grow a a podcast and, and start something from scratch. Mm -hmm. And so I'll turn it over to you, um, I am curious, you know, what are some of the things that have really stuck with you from the guests that we've had on the show?
0: Yeah, it was fun as we were talking about this episode. We, you know, we just ended the 50th episode with Dave Etterer and just such an incredible person. We've said like he is abundant journey. So if you haven't done that, check out that episode. But As a way of reflection, you know, we say, hey, we've done 50 episodes and we were scrolling back through the various guests that we've had. And holy cow, like we've (laughs) had just some incredible people on the show. They've done incredible things. They were super generous with their time and their willingness to step in with us, share their stories. Some were heartbreaking, some were incredible, and kind of a mix of everything in between. But just the wisdom and the lessons that people have shared with us have been second to none wouldn't you say
1: oh yeah yeah absolutely i mean um it, the diversity of the guests that we've had on has been oh, yeah. really cool in terms of just we've had you know from jeff recalla who's close to retirement and is running a, a lumber uh yep. company um you know all the way to uh, a guy like joey lawrence who's you know on the complete other end of his entrepreneurial <laughs> journey with you know just getting started, raising capital, has a dream and idea, and is, is trying to get it off the, the ground. Um, that's been really cool. And uh, it's been great. I think every guest has had unique lessons to yep. share on the show. But um, perhaps more impressive to me has been the unified themes that we've seen. Oh, for sure. Pretty much in every episode of you know what it takes to be successful, um, whether that's as an entrepreneur or as an investor or or both. And um, so I know as we were talking, uh, you had mentioned one of the very first, if not the very first interview that we did yep. with Adam and Emily Cartwright. Yep. Um, which you know, ironically, in bringing that one up, uh, that was not an episode that I was a part of. Sure. But I loved listening to yep. it as I edited it. And uh, when we were talking, um, the there was something that they shared that I think has been a consistent theme throughout mm-hmm. every interview we had thereafter. So you want to talk about Dude, absolutely. what no, that theme I, is? I, and
0: Emily and Adam have become just some of my favorite people. And one of the reasons is that every time I pick up the phone or shoot them an email or a text, they always respond with wisdom and advice. And I'll be honest, sometimes it's not what I want to hear, but yeah. at the end of the day, they they bring truth from their experience, they bring their wisdom. And so all the way back, they were willing to jump in with us and start. They shared their story. They gave us their their thoughts and they're uh, real estate investors. They do large multifamily. And it's been interesting because as this year has progressed and multifamily investing has changed, their strategies have changed a bit. So they kind of live that adaptability and flexibility, And but they're just great people. But Emily's words just like weekly ring into my ears of you have to take massive action, and yeah. Emily said that in that episode. And I don't know why. Maybe it was because it was one of the first episode. It was the first episode where we had a guest, and I probably was fumbling about my questions and didn't know what I was going to ask. But her words of take massive action, it has continued. It's it's been it's made such an impression on our progress through abundant journey this year but you just said it throughout the year so many of our guests have echoed that either by their stories or by them sharing the same wisdom it was hey take action go forward if you if you're afraid do it anyways and learn through the lessons and so that nugget i think stood has stood the test of time for us both practically, but also we've continued to hear it from other guests.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. And it's it's simple, right? When you take a step back and look at it, it's like, well, nothing good happens if you don't take Action. If you don't, you know, ideas are nothing if you don't actually act upon them and bring them to fruition uh, in some way. Um, But I think that caveat of of taking massive action of being being bold uh, and massive, you know, can go in a lot of different directions. It, It could be that you actually do something. Really, really big. You mm-hmm. you, uh, you drain your four hundred one k, or you refinance <laughs> your house, and you take all of the equity that you have, and you you know invest it all in on something. That that's one form of sure. massive action. But there's also a form of max- massive action that's just being consistent like it might be something really small like we talked with um uh Galena Berkampus of Microflower Farm and her massive action well there's many of them but one of them right <laughs> is uh, that she um decided to post to Instagram every single day yep. and in and of itself that sounds quite small but the consistency of posting daily, I mean, that led to a few viral reels that she had, which to expl- led to explosive growth of yeah. her page. Um, and uh, and so that consistency in even small things is another form of, of massive action that's just as, if not perhaps more important totally. than you know, a huge investment.
0: Well, and... I love that. And I think you're right. Cause there's two ends of the spectrum. And a lot of times we, and I think we did a recap episode on that where it's like, we think massive action has to be this crazy Superman type of event. But one thing is for certain with every single one of the guests that we had and the conversations we've had, the things that they've done, they all took action. It none of it happened by chance. None of it happened by them sitting around doing nothing. They had to get up and start doing something.
1: Right, right, absolutely. No, that's that's really good. And I think that's something that we can even circle back to perhaps even later in this episode for ourselves of what massive yep. action is, is going to look like. But certainly for uh, our listener, uh, for you right now, who, listening to the show, um, that's something to, to ask yourself about like, okay, what's the massive action that you're avoiding to realize um, either the first step in building the the business or pursuing your entrepreneurial dream, um, or if you're already in a business, then taking it to the next level. Yeah, so.
0: absolutely. Absolutely,
1: I think that's great. Um, give, give me, give me another one. Yeah. What's something else? That, I, you uh, know, from as we as
0: we're reflecting back, we can't not do a reflection episode without Joel Anderson in there. No doubt, <laughs> Joel Anderson was again an early episode, but he's one of, and I say one of. I think all of our guests have really encompassed. Abundant Journey and what we're about. But Joel Anderson set the tone and the framework very early on. For those of you who haven't checked out that episode, um, it was one of the episodes that was very different than any of the others because Joel basically talked at us for two hours <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which was incredible it was not interview it was not dialogue it was Joel sharing his life wisdom and experiences yes. and rightfully so because this guy's running a company that's making over a billion dollars every year and they he's third generation it's a construction company he has hundreds of employees that he's responsible for and this guy has been handed the reins to something and I say handed the reins he's grown it to tremendous right. heights yeah,
1: earned them and for sure
0: earned them and so in thinking there was so much wisdom and the stories that he shared from going overseas and building schools and but one thing that stood out I think above all else with Joel was he he had this line in there if you don't make giving a part of the DNA of your company, Like today, now, whether it's just starting or you've been building and you don't stop and incorporate that, you'll never do it. And I think that really hit me because it's we all as entrepreneurs get focused on building big things and growing and we're in the grind and what's the next task? What's the next big thing? What's the next project? What's the next customer? What's the next move that we're trying to make in the game of chess of building businesses? But Joel really said, hey, the next move has to be helping others, putting others first, looking for ways to treat others how you want to be treated. And that just oozed from that episode. And uh, man, that was one of my favorite lessons.
1: Yeah, no, I loved that. I mean, I think the title of that episode was Profits with a Purpose. And uh, yeah, Joel and Anderson Construction embody that so well. And I remember him telling that story of um, he got his first major deal in Seattle. Um, they, they closed the project. And uh, as he was driving back next to their offices was, a, uh, I think it was like a homeless shelter or a yeah. food bank, something like mm-hmm. that. And so he stopped in and asked them you know, what they what they needed. And, uh, it was, it ended up being something really simple. It was like a, a couple of shipping containers yep. cause they needed more storage space. And, uh, um, but yeah, starting somewhere like that, that wasn't going to make headline news, um, mm. dropping off a couple of shipping containers for this little nonprofit. Uh, but they built that into the DNA early and now, um, they're doing huge project building schools and uh, (laughs) doing all kinds of good throughout the world through their um, nonprofit initiatives and and foundation that they've built. And uh, that was something that I even internalized um, as I've been building my own real estate business like this, uh, you know, not to uh, be the hero of my own story here, (laughs) but it it comes out of uh, sort of that spirit um, that Joel shared with us of that. It's like, um, Hey, do something early, and so you know. This just this last month, we did a, a little like art kit thing for foster yeah. kids in the area, and yeah. uh, again, which uh, was a blast. It was it was a blast. I was so grateful you and your family uh, contributed uh, to that, and that we got to do that um, together. And there were no you know news reporters or anybody. Totally. <laughs> the, the Colombian or the Oregonian didn't pick it up, um, but it uh, it was. It was an early step um, of trying to make that part of the yep. the culture and DNA of the Tartan team.
0: Well, what was so cool is that y- you know you went out of town. I was actually the one that delivered to the foster agency right. the project that we had done together, and I was talking with the lady there downtown Vancouver, Washington. You wouldn't hear of it. You wouldn't know of it. They were depleted with all of their gifts for Christmas time for kids, and so to be able to bring those. Um, and, and restock them right at the week before Christmas was huge. And so she yeah. was super grateful. And so I think that just speaks to the point of, again, thinking Emily and Adam, massive action, but how do you take massive action and also blending that with what Jola said of making giving a part of your DNA, right. what can you do today? <clears throat> and there's always people with need today. There's always opportunities to contribute and to give. And that is such a huge piece. And I think I would speak well for both of us in that—that's one of our favorite parts of the episode with our guests is when they start sharing the things that they're passionate about and the ways that they like to give.
1: Yeah, yeah, and Joel definitely hit on that, like that—that uh, that money and profits in and of themselves are not satisfying. Yep. But what is satisfying is the good that you can accomplish with those things, that, that mindset of profits with a purpose. And uh, yes, I wholly agree with what you're saying and that um, that's been the coolest thing to see our guests light up as they talk oh, about yeah. how they've been able to uh, put their profits to work to accomplish
0: the, the good that they dream about happening in the world. Yep. Well, and speaking of them being generous... I think one of my other favorite episodes this year was Joette Trin, who is an attorney. And she actually talked about how they build bicycles and give them to students who have never had a bicycle before. But her episode was hands down one of my other favorite ones. And I think, man, she had all kinds of stuff and wisdom to share with us. But what stood out to me the most is, there was early trauma in her life and her mom had an incredible story of showing up to America with three bucks in her pocket, Right, worked multiple jobs. She, Joette grew up without a dad and her mom had that whatever it takes mentality in being successful. But man, Joette learned that from her and then turned around and applied that in every single thing she pursued, whether it was getting a job with a real estate guru or it was the law firm that she started. Mm -hmm. Even she shared with us uh, the birth of one of her children and she was (laughs) signing loan docs (laughs) while in labor. I mean, she literally lived that whatever it takes mindset. Yes, yeah,
1: no doubt. She was incredibly is incredibly impressive. And uh, and to that theme of um, both taking massive action and uh, doing good with yep. the profits that you make, like one, um, she's using uh, her story to um, inspire um, other kids, other girls that are growing up in uh, um, impoverished yep. homes, communities, um, showing them a path Forward uh, towards yeah. abundance. Um, and that the, the massive action piece is, is really interesting for her because um, she started so small, right? Like she, uh, she found her way into working with this real estate guru, um, by just continuing to ask him, Hey, you know, I don't have the money for this program, but are there ways that I can work for you? Is there anything that I can do? Um, and she found some opportunities where she was able to learn, um, uh, by while also serving that, uh, that yeah, guy. Totally. Um, and then once she finally had a little bit of money, she started very small, like, uh, just, uh, flipping individual mobile homes yep. not not parks but yep. like doing little fix and flips on on mobile homes themselves and of course now she's grown that her and her husband into a, a much larger yeah. real estate uh, investing um, uh, investing that they're doing it's it's really impressive to see the way that that has snowballed but it all started started yep. small
0: well, and one of the things too that I really appreciated from her episode, and it would make sense coming from an attorney, is that, again, with that whatever it takes mindset, a lot of times we say, hey, you know, massive action. We just talked about that with Emily and Adam. But sometimes people jump in and, have these rose-colored lenses on what this is going to look like. And there is an underbelly to anything. But Joette spoke to the necessity to educate yourself, the necessity to surround yourself with people who know what they're doing and are trustworthy. And we've heard stories and had conversations this year with people who jumped into things and really set themselves back. And I don't say that to bring fear to any listener because we want people to take massive action. We want people to do whatever it takes so that they can make a difference in the world. That's the purpose of Abundant Journey, right? Mm -hmm. But I think Joette really spoke to, you have to do it with wisdom. You have to do this the right way. And there is a wrong way to do things. And I don't think that story is shared enough on the social media feeds and from the gurus. And she got a front row seat sitting in that room with the guru in 2008 when all of these investors were losing hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. And so she sat there and their mistakes propelled her into becoming a lawyer. Right. So,
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, you want to go into whatever it is that you're doing with eyes wide open yep. and, uh, and, uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Um, that, part of taking that massive action is realizing uh, who you need in your, in your corner. Totally. Um, whether that is a real estate attorney like Joette um, or whether that's just some mentors and coaches. And I mean, that's another theme that we heard time and time again, the yeah. value of having yeah. um, coaching and mentorship and people that are uh, around you to help guide you um, and protect you from some of the common pitfalls that um they're common to people who are experienced, but if you're just yeah. getting started out, you're not going to necessarily know what to, to look out for. Yeah. So.
0: Man, we've had some good, good guests on there, haven't we?
1: We have, and it makes me so excited for this coming year. Um, you know, I'd love to revisit uh, some of these guests yeah. that we've had. I'd love to, as you had alluded to, um, like with Adam and Emily, and the ways that they've had to shift based on oh, yeah. uh, where deals are at and where op- where they're seeing opportunity. I think it'd be really fun to have them back on this coming Absolutely. year and uh, and recap um, what those shifts and transitions have looked like. Um, but then there's a ton of other new, uh, guests that we're going to feature new voices on the show. And oh, yeah. so I look forward to again. Yeah, there are common themes, but every single guest that we've had on has had something unique to offer yep. a unique perspective, um, certainly a unique story. And so I, I look forward to learning more of those lessons.
0: Yeah, I do too. No, and we got uh, we, we got folks lined up here in January, and we got some more incredible guests coming on the show, and so we're excited to keep rolling. Speaking of which, you know, it's been incredible to sit and listen and learn, but part of it for you and me has been the responsibility to actually take action ourselves right. and, hey, take some of these wisdom and lessons that we've learned and put to put to action in our own lives yeah. so let's talk a little bit about again maybe maybe we'll do another episode where we share what this year is going to look like for us but let's do a little bit of reflection on some lessons we've learned as we're building abundant journey
1: yeah i think that's great because there are uh, so many things to reflect on it's uh the, the statistics for podcasts are, are pretty crazy, and in, mm-hmm. <laughs> by some measurements, we're in the top 97% <laughs> of all podcasts ever. Um, and uh, while that sounds really impressive, I'm sure, it's because um, it's like 50% of podcasts don't make it past episode one, 75% don't make it past episode three, and like 90% don't make it past episode 10
0: yeah. or something like that. That. And yep. so
1: um, just by the very nature of having. Uh, 50 episodes under our our belt yep. um, it puts us in the the upper echelon of podcasters now that doesn't say anything about our um, you know total numbers of, of listenership but it does say something about um, a consistency that we've been able to have in continuing to record produce publish content whereas most other podcasters by this point would have Dropped out. Yep, and uh, again, that so that sounds perhaps very self congratulating, um, but uh, I, I do think that that's an important lesson that we have learned. Like part of what it takes to uh, succeed at something is just to continue keep showing up, doing it, keep showing up. That's a that's well said um but there's been some up and downs in yeah. that process like getting to to 50 episodes uh, didn't always feel like a, a walk in the park and there was there was per, perhaps some days where we questioned are, are we going to keep going with this um and so I, I'd love for you to speak to what your own uh, sort yeah. of experiences been like as we've gone through the past year of recording um, some of the things that you know have been good and, and things that have been hard Uh, about building what we've built.
0: Yeah, you know, and and reflecting on the work that we've put in, and we know we got a lot more work to go, and and we want to continue to grow, want to continue to bring on incredible guests. One of the things, though, we've heard from our guests is building systems and building processes. And that has been something we've had to learn through this from the first list we built of the guests we wanted to have on the show, then, all right, how do we outreach and how do we, you know, what are we trying to communicate for, you know, the messaging and the story? And we believe everybody's got a great story to tell, but how do we bring these folks on and what do we talk about? And so, you know, that was early conversations for us. And then throughout the year, we realized that the only way to sustain this podcast is by continuing to feed potential guests on the show, lining it up with calendars, giving them something of substance before they get on the show to prepare. And so all of that was us building the system. And I think you would agree as we got toward the end of the year, you know, mid-year, uh, we were like, "Hey, are do we have guests? Are we, we going to
1: have an episode this week? <laughs> are we going to have an episode?
0: Is it just going to be you and me talking? Right. And then we realized as we built the system around guests and getting people lined up toward the end of the year, it was great because we had kind of a queue bank of multiple episodes lined up. And right. So I think there, we lived that build a system, build a process, and we were able to see the results and it was way easier for us.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that was uh, something that was really cool to see. And, uh, you know, a stretch for us, too, because um, while I think there are many, many ways that you and I have complementary strengths, uh, I do think we have a shared weakness and that neither of us are um, necessarily like we don't get out of bed in the morning to create systems like that's not yeah. exactly in our nature like both you and I really love the uh vision uh casting the dreaming big um and uh we would do well to have somebody who's a bit more of an integrator I agree, <laughs> I agree. That, that we loves could use that creating uh systems but that's that's been a good stretch for us because anytime that you start something um it's pretty rare that you have all of the pieces yep. and uh and so while we don't have somebody who's just a supernaturally gifted, um, integrator systems builder, it's been good for you and I to learn yeah. how to create uh, some of those systems and, um, certainly see the the value of that. Like you had mentioned with, um, having a bank of gosh, at one point we were, we had six episodes in the, the bank yep. and, uh, the amount of, uh, pressure and stress that that, you know, took off, uh, was wonderful.
0: Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think that's huge. And so building systems, building processes are vital for any business to continue to grow. And I mean, I just did a recent episode of that on my own podcast where it's like, Hey, uh, at some point you can't wear all the hats because you can't grow in the way that you want to grow without that. So Mm -hmm. I'd say that's a huge one. Another lesson that we learned, pretty early on is building an audience takes time. And so one listeners who have stuck with us through 50 episodes, we are so grateful for you (laughs) and you are a rock star. Yes, Uh, But I think in that, you know, everybody has this mindset. Well, I put out a few pieces of content and there's going to be a lot of folks that follow me. Maybe on the other hand, you think nobody will follow you and (laughs) nobody wants to listen to what you have to say, but it seems to be these two extremes. And so the dreamer side of us, not, we don't say this in arrogance. It's like, oh, well, people want to follow us. But I think the dreamer side of us was like, hey, we are, we show up, we do 50 episodes. We're going to just have a lot of folks following. And it, again, not attributed to us, but we love the guests that we've had on. We love the people who yeah, have exactly. had incredible stories, right? right? So I think in that we've learned just the reality that any type of building an audience any type of putting content out there is a long runway it's not you know an f-15 coming off of a uh, a fighter it's not a fighter jet taking off on a carrier but it, it's really a, a giant cargo ship
1: <laughs> right no i mean it's even i was watching some football games over the the weekend and um Man, those guys make it look so easy uh, to drop a a forty yard pass right into the the hands of a receiver who's sprinting down the field, um, and I think it it's easy to start to conceive of audience building in that same way. Of the, you see the the people on uh, Instagram or the the podcasts that just have millions of of downloads millions of followers and everybody's chatting about it and you're like yeah well if we just keep uh keep creating then you know that'll happen for us too and it's like nope like you, you really do have to keep um putting in the reps you have to keep iterating finding ways of getting better and better and uh it's been encouraging to hear of like the uh, hermosis and while you know, people like him are just unbelievably talented yeah. as it is um, i think that hermosi talks about like how he was 5 6 maybe even 700 episodes in before his podcast really started to gain any traction. And so it has been good for you and I to expand the scale of our timeline and horizon and you know what is a reasonable expectation of growth. It's also been good for us, I think, to um, really clarify like what is our return on investment for what we're building here because um, while we're grateful for every listener that we have, um, there's not a lot of feedback that we get on each and every episode, yep. um, and so uh, the, the creators talk about um, what it's like initially to create into the the void or the perceived void, and how difficult uh, that can be. So maybe you can even speak to um, you know how uh, how the idea of return on investment. Yeah. Uh, from this time has shifted um and what lessons you've learned in you know more particularly as, as we've been yeah. trying to grow this and build an audience
0: yeah i remember listening to a bigger pockets episode a few years ago with a guy named whitney sewell who had been on and he was a large real estate um syndicator doing massive deals and um it was interesting because I hopped on a call with him about a week later, and he made a pitch for people to jump on, create a podcast, to get going, and to build an audience, but also to have incredible conversations. And you know, now looking back on that conversation, then thinking about the last year, um, really Whitney was right. And and I think it speaks to that return on investment. You know, he spoke to the fact that, man, he was getting in the room with incredible people who had built incredible things. And I think we've spoken to that today. The wisdom and the lessons that we've learned echo Dave's recent episode where I've say so many times that Dave is like, hey, never stop learning. Mm -hmm. And so the value of learning. The lessons we've learned by being in the room with the people we've been in far outweigh any other opportunities that come your way. Right, Um, and so I think that's been true. And so that's one of those huge return on investment pieces. Is that for us, the output, and it doesn't even feel like work, right? Because we're just having amazing conversations with people, and so it's helping our businesses. It's helping you grow Tartan Team, and it's the real estate side of things. And so Mm. that is one of those huge pieces. And then. I think, of course, anytime you are putting yourself out there, whether it be teaching or mentoring or coaching or sharing what you've learned, it solidifies more for you right? Uh, rather than just reading a book or receiving it. But when you are sharing it with others, it becomes more concrete in your DNA and who you are. And so I, I think you spoke to that even with the volunteer event, right? And so- the more action is taken, the more you're able to teach and coach. I think in that, it, it just solidifies more in your mind. So both of those are two big return on investment pieces. I think we found this year with the podcast.
1: Yeah, I absolutely agree with that, that, uh, that it's, it's been a helpful, um, realization of like, uh, Man, even if we didn't have a, a podcast, even if we didn't have a, a single listener, the conversations that we've been able to have have been so worth it in the terms of the things that we've been able to learn, and uh, it feels even better that um, fortunately we do have it's listeners, true. and so Some we amazing ones, yeah. yeah, and so we do get to share uh, these these lessons, and, um, uh, and that. You know, just doubles uh, how rewarding it, it feels to have those um, conversations, and uh, and then, of course, you know the the hope is is that we're applying all of the lessons that we learn that we're doing just what Adam and Emily encouraged yeah. <laughs> to do, and, and to not just uh, take the lessons and ideas as oh that's an interesting thing to chew on, but um, to actually apply yep. apply them, take massive action, and, and build something. Yeah. really cool
0: no and I I think that's a good spot to maybe give my last thought on what we've learned this year and it, it does tie into the massive action piece I remember early in I think it's atomic habits where James clear talks about how there was an assignment given and one group uh, in in the college they were supposed to take the perfect photo. And then there was the other group of students that they were to try and take as many photos as they could. And at the end of the semester, uh, what was discovered was that the students who took a ton of photos ended up actually taking better photos than the students who just tried to commit to the perfect photo. And the lesson is obvious there, but it ties in back to Emily and Adam and taking massive action. And I think it ties back into what you were just saying is that... For us, we got started with the podcast. We didn't know what it was gonna look like in year one. Heck, we didn't know what it was gonna look like in month one, but we started something and by nowhere are are we claiming to be polished or refined. (laughs) Uh, I still fumble about, I think I just did it a minute ago as I'm fumbling about my words of what I'm trying to say. Uh, But at the end of the day, I think it's an encouragement for our listeners to say, hey, you have to start you have to get going. At the same time, you're going to get better. You have to be consistent. You have to get the reps in, and that's with anything. But I think we've really experienced that as we've continued to stick these mics in our faces of, hey, we get better with the questions, we get better with the guests, and we're a work in progress. But if we never started, we wouldn't be here.
1: Absolutely agree that the uh,
0: the level
1: of comfort that we have, um, both just in this setting in front of microphones, but also, uh, as we're sitting with, uh, founders, CEOs, people that are, you know, worth uh, more zeros than I care to ever write on a piece of paper. Like, uh, the comfort that we have in those settings has grown tremendously yep. from day one when we started this thing. And, um, It's, yeah, like you're saying, it's the same thing that I talk to my my kids about. Like, um, my son uh, doesn't generally want to try uh, new things, like uh, sitting down with a guitar at a piano, uh, because he knows that, like, I don't know how to play anything. I suck at this. I don't want to. I don't want to do it. Um, and it's like, well, yeah, that's where everybody starts. Like yeah. uh, nobody picks up a guitar for the first time and is shredding Eddie Van Halen. Uh, <laughs> you know, that, it takes time to to get there. Um, and and so I'm I'm really glad that we started i'm really glad for the growth like you i see all kinds of opportunity and way for us to continue to grow but the the trajectory is good and i do think that that's the right lesson for our listeners um to take away as well is that uh, you, you do just have to start somewhere and um the the thing that I'm most proud of this last year with the podcast is the quality of the uh, the the guests that we've had on the lessons that um, that we've learned um, that there's really really valuable insight there. And while the packaging has not been perfect <laughs> because you know because of our own uh, inexperience and, and limitations, um, you know it's it's like uh, go into the, the Christmas tree on, on Christmas morning. And um, it's like, no matter how perfectly wrapped a, a present is, like the, the point is to rip that wrapping paper off and to see what's actually inside. And yep. that's the thing that, that you get excited about. And I feel like, yeah, we've got a lot of opportunity for us to figure out how to tighten our, our corners and use better tape and put some more ribbon on top of things. Yep. Um, but the substance underneath is fundamentally really solid stuff. Yep. And I know that cause I've benefited so yeah. greatly from oh, yeah. it. Um, so that's something that I'm, I'm really grateful for. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to, of course, work on our, our packaging and continuing to, to grow. Um, but these, uh, these guests that we've had have just been so incredible.
0: So awesome. Yeah man no it's it's been great 23 is in in the books it's behind us but we're excited again for all of uh 24 and what it's going to bring and we got some other stuff so I I think again it'd be great to maybe maybe do an episode on on the forward thinking and ways we're trying to improve and get better. I think that could be beneficial as well, but you know, listener as always, thank you for hanging with us. You know, I know it's been tough at times, but at the, at the same time, it's been great. And hopefully you're, you guys are finding wisdom and lessons from our guests as I know that we are.
1: Yeah, and really, we would love. As I mentioned, like there's not a lot of feedback that we get, and part of that's just because of the nature of podcasting. It's uh, it's not always the most interactive uh, form of media, but. Um, we would love to to hear from you. Uh, both if there's things from this last year, episodes, lessons that uh, really stood out to you, um, share those with us. And you can do that um, if you're watching this on YouTube by leaving a comment or by emailing Nick James at Abundant Journey And uh, um, we would love to to hear from you. And then, uh, of course, let's get the conversation started, too. If there's certain things that you're working on or things that you're stuck on and um, you would like for us to ask guests about a particular topic or how they approach something, uh, help us get better um, with our questions and knowing what it is that, that you need in order to grow yourself. That would be really valuable feedback for us, something that we would totally welcome.
0: Yep. I couldn't agree with you more. And thank you again for hanging out with us. Thank you for continuing to be in the trenches. Let's keep growing our businesses. Let's keep making a difference in the communities and the lives of those around us. And we'll be back with another episode shortly. 100%.
1: Happy 2024, everybody. Talk to you soon.